Today's podcast episode is dedicated to Julie Dandoy, who was a dear friend of Heidi's and who was a part of her closest inner circle of friends. After listening to today's episode, you will understand why we are dedicating this to Julie's memory. We are back with Heidi in the second part of our series. I guess we can now call it the Health, Huga, and Happiness series. Oh, I love the alliteration. Yeah, with Heidi. Oh, oh that's great. Well, yeah. It's good to be back with you. Oh, good. Well, last week we talked about fitness and reinvention of mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great thing to now introduce or to talk about how to organically make that a part of your life. Mm -hmm. Your life as an individual, but also your life in community Mm -hmm. with your family and your friends. And I think Mm -hmm. our families do this very well. We, we very naturally, we met each other a couple of years ago through the theater, and we'll talk about that later. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. But we met each other, and we instantly clicked because you and I clicked, mm-hmm. our husbands clicked, and our kids clicked. Yes. And so we do community naturally together as our yes. families. And a lot of people don't have that, and mm-hmm. I think that we can encourage people to find somebody like that in their life. And so yes. I... I think that it's great that we have this, but also I learn a lot through talking to you about happiness and fitness, but also um, bringing that into our family's lives. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about a book that has influenced you. You read it a while ago. Yeah. But it, while you were reading it, you were probably like, hey, I already do this. This is, this is my life anyway. I didn't know it had a name. <laughs> you always want to take a deep dive into things that you're mm-hmm. already interested in. Right. And that's, you know, harkens back to let's really know a lot mm-hmm. about stuff that we're interested in. Right. You can't know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, since I'm interested in health... Mm-hmm. And um, you know, wellness, mm-hmm. happiness, and all of those things that we're gonna, you know, get into further. You know, we're gonna read things that support what right. we're interested in, and so yes. that was what that book was for me. Okay, what is the title of this book? Okay, it's called The Blue Zones Solution um, okay. by Dan Butner. Okay, and the reason I found it, I think I just found it because I saw either a review or probably a review of it in one of my health periodicals or one of my, you know, industry um, magazines that I get. So what, what it basically is, the blue zones are areas in the world that were studied by um, Butner and a team of people where there was... um, a much greater than average longevity. Mm -hmm. So the most centenarians, people who live to be 100, at least 100, um, a very low or much lower than average incidence of preventable disease like heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, um, all of these things that really lead to sometimes, you know, a shorter than average lifespan. Okay. So these areas were all over the world. Um, they studied um, a town in Greece, Okinawa, Japan. I could give you the specifics, but I think you need to read the book. Yeah. Um, 
Sardinia, Italy, uh, I think Loma Linda, California, because that's where a lot of Seventh-day Adventists oh, live. Oh, right. Okay. And their diet is actually very clean and healthy Yeah. Um, and for um, religious reasons. Yes. And the other place um, was in Costa Rica. So all of these places were studied not only the diets, but the di- the diets, that was a big thing. What are they eating? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then what are their lifestyles? How are they living day to day? Mm-hmm cultural statistics and things like that yeah 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 so and well they statistically proved it out but you know they looked at all of the diseases and what are these places doing that you know they're not doing in other places in the u.s and then the interesting part of this book is they took the principles that they found and they made blue zone what they called blue zone projects in cities in the united states so there was a city in Iowa, a city in Minnesota. So what they did was they took those principles and they got funding to do it. Wow. Um, where they went into these communities, talked to the local leaders. Yeah. What can we do to make this town more like one of the blue zone towns, like Okinawa or Loma okay. Linda, California, or where, where, you know, those places that they studied. Right. And those are the things that they talk about in the book. Really cool stuff. So they have, do they have the same principles or are they all different principles within each area? Um, You mean in the blue zone areas where they live longer? Yeah. Um, Well, they're all different, but of course, what do we look for in life? Patterns. Right. Right. Okay. So let's talk, let's talk about those ones. Which ones do you want to talk about? The patterns? The The areas, the patterns. Yes. Let's talk about the patterns. Okay. Um, Well, and then, but they're... (laughs) <laughs> you know what you know what my favorite part is. And we'll talk about that because a lot of it's not just the diet. It's yeah. what are they doing as a community and yeah. what are they doing culturally and that was what okay. I was referring to. Yes. So of course the diets have a huge impact. And um, so first of all you have to look at what the heck are these people eating? You it's know. not McDonald's, is it? Right. And they don't have you know, we probably the average American city probably has within a five mile radius mm-hmm. has probably seven, mm-hmm. you know, fast food right. chain restaurants. Yeah, and you know that's not the case uh, in the blue zone areas. Right. right. But you know, the question is, how do we create our own blue zone? Mm-hmm. And, and we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But the diets, you know, some of the specifics. If you if you want to, you know, talk about some of the specifics, is basically all of the places, and they studied. Five of them are Mm -hmm. outlined in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, All of them are plant-based diets. Plant-based means vegetarian, mostly. Mostly, but not. But they would. But they do have sprinklings of you know animal. Yeah. So heavily plant-based, but they're not anti-meat. Okay. Specifically, and you know, I I think last week I talked about (laughs) that. I have this in my refrigerator, and there's a reason for that. (laughs) Um, Beans are you know so vegetables, beans, fruits. Those are cornerstones of all of these diets, the blue zone. In the blue zone area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, so I, I looked at that, and these are things that we have to learn from. Yeah. You know, because these, you know, these people are living long, healthy lives. Right. And we're like, you know, is beans going to do it? I'll try beans. Yeah. Let's start with beans. Right. Okay. So it's, you know, beans. It's the... Um, Animal proteins, the meats mm-hmm. are used more as a flavor, mm-hmm. you know, to add flavor. So, mm-hmm. of course, th- what we're really saying is the portions are smaller. Right, right. I mean, do we need, you know, a queen cut of filet might be, you know, <laughs> eight, ten ounces. I don't know. Right. You know, eight, ten ounces, and really yeah. we need three ounces. Right. You know, that sort of thing. So what can we learn from those diets? Yeah. 
So that was number one. Okay. And, you know, we might not be able to impact our communities today. Yeah. But, you know, we can impact our own kitchens Mm -hmm. today. That's definitely true. Anybody can do that today. Anybody can make their own blue zone. Mm -hmm. So that's what they were doing. And then, of course, you know, the cultural stuff that really fascinated me because, you know, the diets are one thing, but the other, you know, overriding thread that went between these, um, that they found between all of these blue zone areas around the world is that they have a very, they have very strong ties to their families and their communities. Mm -hmm. And um, so not just what they're eating, Mm -hmm. but they're how they're eating. Mm -hmm. They're eating as families. Mm -hmm. They're coming together as um, communities. They, Mm -hmm. you know, they're the special, um, the special Sunday dinner, all the stuff that, you know, we talk about, oh, you know, when my grandparents were alive, we had Sunday dinners, Mm -hmm. all of those Mm -hmm. things that are, are important to do. Mm-hmm. I think the bottom line is that it's not just what you're eating, it's mm-hmm. what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. There was a big push in the past decade that says, why are we always meeting around food? That's why we're a fat nation. <laughs> but that's not true. Meeting around food is a very communal thing and yes. it's been around for centuries. It's just what we're eating. Thousands of years. Right. You know, right. it's it's fine it's more than fine to bring Mm -hmm. that sense of family and community to the table yes um you know it's better than just sort of eating on the run eating in your car and it's all of this stuff yeah picking up your groceries right (laughs) go back to grocery delivery and it's eating in your car and you know you shouldn't be eating in your car yeah really really right i mean yeah it's unavoidable once in a while okay you know is there a place (laughs) in any of these diets for a little sugar or Mm -hmm. a little, you know, um, excess every now and then. What do you think? Um, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm glad you know where I'm getting. (laughs) I know where you're going. Um, yes. You know, uh, so it's not all about cabbage and beans. No, it's not all about cabbage and beans. That's all I've talked about is cabbage and beans. It's okay. It's all right. No, it's not all about cabbage and beans. Um, there is room for, you know, uh, something celebratory mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about you know, it's it's never about not eating the birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And also, in every single one of the blue zones, there is room for a little bit of wine, mm-hmm. <laughs> or right. you know, whatever it is culturally. Yeah. Um, what we find is that you know, it's maybe not the wine in itself, right? Um, but it's what the wine represents. Yeah. So it's not you know, um, sitting in a corner depressed and mm-hmm. guzzling a bottle of wine. It's right like, out of the bottle. Yeah. Right out of the bottle in a paper bag. <laughs> right. You know, right. it's about sitting down for a meal and having a couple of glasses of wine mm-hmm. and talking to your family and talking to your friends, right. talking like you and I are doing right, right. now with our glasses of wine, with a glass of wine, <laughs> clink, clink, <laughs> you know, so a little bit of wine right. is, you know, because that therein lies the the sense of community, the um, relaxation, the mm-hmm. de-stressing, because mm-hmm. of course stressors, as we know, yeah, too, and that's not good for you. It's not good for you, right? And you know, you have to build your own group of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you started off this conversation with talking about that and how that's worked for us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when you find that, how do you nurture right. that? And sometimes. You know, it's a meal and it's a glass of wine mm-hmm. and it's all of these things in moderation. Right. You know, yeah. so yes, 
to answer yeah. your question. There's room Good for to indulgences. Know. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also there's happiness in that, and there's mm-hmm. right, exactly. It, yeah. it, it just blends it all together. Huga is about enjoying and being present in treasured moments. The Huga Coffee Company believes in enhancing the lives of everyone involved in the coffee process, from the small family farm in Guatemala or Costa Rica, all the way to the last sip in your morning mug. Their goal is to provide direct traded beans from farmers who provide fair working conditions and wages, who use no pesticides or harmful harvesting methods. This ensures that you know exactly what coffee farmer you are supporting and helping to make a positive impact on that specific coffee region. The Hugo Coffee Company is offering the Smithically Speaking listeners 10% off their orders by entering the promo code SMITHICAL at checkout. Get your coffee Hugo on and support the Hugo-centered coffee trade. All orders already have free shipping in the U.S., so make sure you take advantage of this 10% off deal while the Health, Huga, and Happiness podcast series is live. Go to hugacoffeeco.com, which is spelled H-Y-G-G-E coffeeco.com. You can also go directly to the promo link at the show notes at smithical.com. Just look for episode six. Any other characteristics? Are there more? So the most important concept that I got out of the book that really spoke to me and made me think about my own life mm-hmm. is the concept that was taken from Okinawa, Japan. Mm-hmm. And that is the concept of a word called moai. Okay. M-O-A-I. Okay. That's how you spell it. And moai in Okinawa, um, this has been going on for generations, is a group of women mm-hmm. who make a lifelong commitment to each other at a mm-hmm. young age, and usually it's a group of five women, mm-hmm. usually. Okay. But it doesn't have to be five, right. but in their culture, it's usually a group yeah. of five women. And they commit to each other for life to support each other. Originally, I think it was a lot of you know, financial support if their husbands passed away right. or things like that, but it had, over generations, it had come to mean so much more than that. And these right. are groups of women that they get together with on a regular basis and yeah. have tea with and support and have friendships and people that support them throughout their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that concept was taken and noted by the author of The mm-hmm. Blue Zone Solution mm-hmm. And he implemented those in his Blue Zone Project cities in the U.S. Okay, he brought that with him. He brought that with him, the concept of Moai. Yeah. And took it a step further from this group of women Mm -hmm. to groups of like-minded people that supported each other uh, in pursuing healthy lifestyle habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such as walking groups. Right. Biking groups. Yeah. Bringing these things to community. But... The Moai concept, so you can have a Moai health group instead yeah, of just, right. you know, but the Moai, the Moai group spoke to me so clearly and I thought about who are those people in my, lot, in my life currently? How mm-hmm. can I support those relationships so that I can be happier, so they can be happier, so mm-hmm. I can go to them, so they can come to me? Right. And 
I found that to be just... It spoke to you. It spoke to me. It just... It was like one of those, Oprah calls it aha moments, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you know, yeah. but what it was for me was like a yeah! Yeah. moment. <laughs> and I thought that that is so important to me. And those, right. I want to nurture those relationships. Right. You have a Moai group. I have a Moai group. <laughs> and I'm honored to be a part of it. You're honored to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm honored to have you in it. <laughs> We're wearing our Moai bracelets today. We are. Heidi gifted her Moai group um, with bracelets that her daughter made, mm-hmm. and they're um, stamped with the word Moai on it. And mm-hmm. so we wear these bracelets, and we are reminded when we wear them that we're a part of this this community of women that supports each other. Right. And I love it. Yeah, and we're not, and you're not alone. Yeah, and you're not alone. And right. You've got exactly. somebody you can talk to, and you've got somebody that will support you mm-hmm. um, in whatever the pursuits are it's you know it's a little bit of a um you know there's a little bit of a vow good Mm -hmm. times and bad right and Mm -hmm. um i just love that concept so i do have my own group of moai but i encourage everybody right to think about that how would you so do you have any practical advice for somebody to say well i i really want a moai how do do they start it or what what do they look at in their own community Mm -hmm. in their own lives in their own friendships well i mean the number one thing would be to find people with commonalities, Mm -hmm. common interests. Um, You know, if you're looking to, and think about what you want, if you're looking to be more creative, Mm, you know, if you've always wanted to do something, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've always wanted to paint or to act on stage. Right, (laughs) You know, there are places to go to connect with like-minded people. Right. And that's how you create your Moai. And, you know, I'm lucky enough when I really think about it, Mm -hmm. I have a group of Moai Mm -hmm. at, at my theater. Yes. Yes. I have a group of Moai at the gym. We have small groups. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and those are those are things that that really, really help your overall happiness. Right. And right. Um, improve your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you know, think about that. And you know, find that how do you find that? You go to your local art center and you take a painting class, like I said, right. if that was your interest, or you go to whatever it is. I know people that scrapbook mm-hmm. instead of just doing book it by clubs. yourself book clubs mm-hmm. yeah book clubs instead of just you know gosh I'm reading this book and I yeah. need somebody to talk to about it right where do you go exactly create your own book club right you know if you don't have one right yeah if if my husband Kenny and I did not get into the theater community mm-hmm. we would have never met you guys so Nor- it's, yeah. you have to make that first step if you are finding that you need something. Sometimes even me, little old introvert me, you need to make a step towards getting a group, a communal support group. And you'll realize that it's either been there all along mm-hmm. and you just need to um, water it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to you know, take care of it and grow it. Or you just find it a whole new group. And that's but we've done. Well, you did a huge thing. I yeah. mean, little old introvert me. You, 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 you own a theater company along with my husband, along with Kenny. <laughs> yes, the, but the two of you decided to do that, right? And you know what happened is, you know, you build it and they will come, right? And we found and our closest friends of our lives in this community theater right now, and that's great. and ditto, mm-hmm. you know. And so that is how you do it. Yeah, you know, you 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 build it. Yeah, and that's why I love that. Exactly. You know, and do that in small little ways right. in your own Baby life. Baby steps. You can do it. You exactly. can do it. That's... They will come. Yeah. Show an interest. Right. And they will come. Yep. That's great advice. 
It's good advice. Good stuff. So it's not all cabbage and beans. No, it's not all cabbage and beans. I mean, you know, we can, there are so many, you know, I hear so many people, um, we talk about life hacks. I love watching YouTubers and stuff talk about life hacks and all of that stuff. But um, there are so many, sometimes those baby steps lead Mm -hmm. to other things, but you always have to think about the big picture, you know, when you're doing these things. Like it's not really about, you know, using a water pick or (laughs) whatever. It's about so much more that just sort of seamlessly then you can incorporate into your life. Absolutely. To make it better. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I agree. That's great. <laughs> My why. It, it is. It's, it, it means something. It means something. Yeah. It means something to me. The book that Heidi has referred to in this episode, The Blue Zones by Dan Buettner, is actually available at audible.com. You don't have to read it. You can have it read to you. So you can get it for free if you go to audibletrial.com slash smithical and get a 30-day free trial with one book credit. There are also over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So incorporate all of these ideas that Heidi and I are talking about and get your own copy of The Blue Zone using your free credit. Go to audibletrial.com slash smithical. So now that we've talked about specific um, ways to start our own Moai, mm-hmm. can we do the whole blue zone mm-hmm. in our own communities? How do, how do we do that ourselves? How do we do mm-hmm. what he did? How did he bring it to the cities? Well, he brought it to the cities, you know, using the principles that they had studied in, okay. in those blue zone areas. Right. But... I think what I got out of the book, mm-hmm. and I hope this would be more interesting to everybody out there, is that how can you bring a blue zone to your own home? Okay. Yeah. Let's <laughs> because, start small. You know, exactly. You know, I mean, I would love to say we could do this in our community. Right. And maybe, you know, one step at a time you can. But if you start, it's it's like a domino effect. Right. If you start doing it in your own home and your friends are interested and yeah. it's like, you know, you tell two friends and so on and so on. There used to be a shampoo commercial that's right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Back, yeah, you know, giving away oh, my yeah. age. Um, but, you know, how do you bring a blue zone to your own home? Let's start there. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so... You know, let's let's go the whole route. So, you know, the way I see it, and I, I, I haven't thought about all of the breakdowns, but we have to talk about the, the food. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about um, some of the organization of the home that yep. makes it easier. Okay. And then that'll probably lead into some of our other topics that we want to talk about. And then the other thing is the um, bringing... Um, the family and the and the community, right? You know, to to our homes in a way, right? Okay. So let's just get down to brass tacks. We kind of have to talk about. I think we have to talk about what we're eating, okay? Because that's still yeah. a huge cornerstone of what a lot of our health. Yes, is, is starts in our gut. Yeah, it I'm does. not going to be crazy and say all of our health is, but I think a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of what we're, we're eating. putting into there. Yeah, and you know, a lot of our health has to do, and when, you know, if we're talking about preventable disease, right, like the stuff that they studied in the Blue Zones Project mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. Um, solutions, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is you know, 
they talked about what the people were eating and how they were preventing preventable disease. Yeah. Heart disease and diabetes and hypertension and things that basically shorten our lives. Okay. So we do have to talk about what we're eating. Right. Um, how do we set up? I will give you my number one life hack. Okay. Okay. In the kitchen, that is. <laughs> we love life hacks. Okay. Life hack in the kitchen. If you know you shouldn't eat it, why is it in your house? Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why is it in your house? And I don't care. And I hear a lot of, oh, my my kids need this kind of snacks. My kids need this kind of... Okay. There might be a few things mm-hmm. that you have, mm-hmm. but really there are substitutions mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally, and I will tell you this, everyone has like a trigger food. Right. You know, that maybe, you know, maybe you're, you can't pass up sweets or you can't pass up donuts. If you can't pass up donuts, you love donuts, go out and get one once in a while. Don't keep them in the house. Right. Get one as a treat. I agree. Yeah. But don't have a dozen. Yes. In the house. Okay. That's very practical. Okay. So good. Okay. So if you don't think you should eat it, get it out of the house. Okay. Great. The things that you know would probably be good for you to eat and the stuff that you like. So let's just start with vegetables, mm-hmm. okay? Because we know plant-based diets mm-hmm. from the Blue Zones book mm-hmm. are the cornerstone of the healthiest diets in the world. Okay. Okay, so we, we need to be eating vegetables. Mm-hmm. Find a few you like mm-hmm. and buy them and then prepare them ahead. Yeah. Okay. So they're easy. That's something that I do do. Yeah. And I don't, do I do meal prep every week? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I'm about a six to seven. Like yeah. we talked about yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, what I do do, however, is the stuff that I really like, the broccoli, the stuff that my whole family will eat. There's right. probably something. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's carrots, whatever your family will eat. Right. If you have to buy the baby carrots that are already washed, yes. I do that. Yes. Buy that. Right. Because you're going to eat that. You know, you may not peel the carrot and chop the thing and pull, you know, you may not do that. Life hack, get the baby carrots. Life hack, get the baby carrots. Get the, you know, even if you have to get the washed and cut up vegetables, I don't care. I generally buy the broccoli, chop it off, wash it, chop it off, and I put it in a big gallon bag Mm -hmm. with a paper towel. And keep it in the fridge. Keep it in the fridge. So easily. Yep. So I just grab it, gotten. throw it into mm-hmm. the stir fry, throw it into the on the yeah. roasting pan. So prepping the stuff that you know that you should eat is good. Yes. Okay. Um, whether you know if it's right, if it's a grain, you can pre-make the grain. You can uh, cook it. Right. Cool it, freeze it, mm-hmm. or put it into the refrigerator. Yeah. And have it accessible. So stock your fridge and your pantry with foods that mm-hmm. are good, that will bring you health. Yes, and it's actually, honestly, it feels cleansing right. to go into the fridge and you know throw out stuff that's been in there right. and condiments. and mm-hmm. uh, I do that periodically, right. and I mm-hmm. even say to myself, how did I leave that in there? Right. What, what was, was I thinking? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so throw it all away. Look at your fridge as an opportunity and something that to get you excited. Yeah. You know, I am now going to feed myself mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do it? I'm going to get rid of all of that junk mm-hmm. that's in there. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy my stuff. I'm going to cut it up. But do what you, again, mm-hmm. do what you will do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't meal prep like some people, and I love that they do it because mm-hmm. if, you know, if people... If you're in a situation where you would like to lose a few pounds, like that's a really great way mm-hmm. to do it. Right. And I do 
maybe plan two or three meals a week and then I wing the other ones. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I might say, oh, I'm going to do this and this and then I'm going to wing the other stuff. Yeah. But if you're not in the habit yet of making those healthy meals, plan. Start that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All so right, that's great. number one. That's number one. Yeah. I have other ones. Okay. Good. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Okay, number two. I'm ready. Number two. Well, I don't know if this is in order of importance. Do you know what I mean? But, and this will probably, and this might be perfect because this might lead us into ne- um, next week's conversation okay. when we talk about um, Huga. Huga. I can't yes! wait. I was going to say the word. I was going to say the word. It's our favorite Huga. thing. Love it, love it, love it. So um, we'll talk about that next week. But yeah. this leads into it. Okay. And that is having a, some overriding organization in your home. Mm-hmm. And comforts mm-hmm. in your home, right? Because, and again, we'll we'll get to the details and maybe yeah. and take a deep dive into it next week. But yep. if you get your home, and it, it doesn't have to be perfect, it just needs to be good enough. But right. you've got to make a space for yourself. Yes, um, where you know you need to make a space for yourself where you feel comfortable. You showed me your spot. Tell, tell, tell us about it because it doesn't have to be complicated. It was mm. so relaxing and it wasn't complicated. So tell us my corner. Yes, your <laughs> corner couch. Yeah. in your beautiful living room. Yes. <laughs> okay. So in my little family room, um, and that's a different room than the living, the living room, room that that's I entertain. True, because your family room is your television right. watching place. Yep. And your living room is basically a sitting room. It's yeah. Where, it's where we hang out. It's where we hang out. <laughs> yeah. Where there's not a television. And, and it's still very comfortable. It's not at all like proper. No, it's, I yeah. like every place mm-hmm. to be comfortable. Yeah. But I also have my family room right. where I have my television. I have also where I like to read mm-hmm. and where I like to, you know, look at my computer yep. and do my write yeah. my fitness programs right. and I do everything yeah. in that corner. So I have a little corner. <laughs> um, and I have, you know, and I really made that room my own. Yeah. Yes. And I, I really did make that room my own. And yeah. my husband was fine with it because it's fine. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, a sectional couch and I have a corner where I have a reading light. Mm-hmm. I have really comfy blankets. Mm-hmm. I have pillows everywhere mm-hmm. so I can put them exactly how I need them to be. Right. I can put my feet up or not put my feet up. I have pens. I have notebooks. I have everything that I need to create what I'm doing. Right. Um, the book I'm reading, the magazines that I want to look at. Yep. Everything is there. And I have that coffee table that yeah. can slide things underneath. Yeah. You know, so I've got my stacks of stuff. Yes. But then the top can be not as cluttered. Right. Right. <laughs> that yeah. I picked the coffee table for right. that reason. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's things that you can think out. You know, when I go to that corner, I have everything that I need mm-hmm. in that corner. Um, and to make notes, to, to learn, mm-hmm. to relax, mm-hmm. and all of those things. But I think that's important. Right. And I think it's important for your health. Yes. I really do. And it might be 20 minutes. Right. It can breed creativity in your brain. So it really helps you yeah, do it. to have a comfortable place. I know you do. It. Right. Yeah. But it's true that there are, I mean, my kitchen is my happy place. Mm-hmm. But the second floor of our house is kind of a disaster. And that's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay to it's have, okay. it doesn't have to be a perfect, 100% perfect no, house. No, it doesn't. Yeah. My corner is always perfect for right. me. Exactly. And that's, that's why I love enough. It. You're right. Exactly. Most days. Yes. You know? Right. I mean, beautiful. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's it. 
So we have the the diets, mm-hmm. or just starting with the diet, and we have the organization of the home, the the making of our little corners. Yes. So, yeah. what's number three? Um, I think number three should be personal rituals. Ah, oh, I love you that. Know, yeah. Yes. That that you might have um, to create that kind of lifestyle mm. um, that creates a healthier, happier right. lifestyle. Right. And there's I'll give you an example of one thing <laughs> that I do because I, I just thought about it. One of the things that I do in the afternoon is I do a tea, a little mm-hmm. tea ritual. And I do do that. Yeah. At, like right before my son comes home from school. Yep. And I'm home at that time yeah. because, you know, I've done all of my fitness stuff. Right. Generally in the morning, early afternoon, and I come home and I'll have my little tea ritual, pour myself yeah. a nice cup of tea, have that... Right moment, the, very British. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other yeah. side of my family, yeah. not the German side. Which when we go into Hugo, we'll talk about that. Side. Right, right. But yeah, that would be the other yeah. side. So I do it's a do nice that daily ritual. Yes, and maybe like a little light something mm-hmm. so that I'm not starving for dinner. For dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll do my little. I I do a tea time. Yeah. You know, that's but great. that's an example. Yep. Okay. Some other examples. Well. Maybe maybe date night with your partner. Ah, I do that. A weekly date night. There you go. That's great. I try Happy to. hour date night with yeah. your partner just yeah. to make sure that you connect, have that connection mm-hmm. weekly, and I know you do daily basis. Yeah, yeah right? I do that too. And we've been trying to do that um, now that our son's a little older. Yeah, you and can just go out. Go out for a couple hours a on a Friday night mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. You do that too. But other things can be other, you know, other people have other rituals and they can be, we talked about Sunday dinners, but, you know, we it could be breakfast after church. Right. And that's... That's a big one. Having yeah. a weekly or a daily ritual. That and just... it's just not something, you know, it's something that's um, spiritual. It's also something that's meditative. Yeah. It also can be built around something else. Yes. It might be, you know, might be a food thing. Maybe it's not a food yeah. thing. Maybe after church you go um, grocery shopping mm-hmm. and you start thinking about meals for the week. Right. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. Um, it could be um, getting together with friends, like sometimes right. we do. We do it regularly. Yeah, we, we do get it regularly. together. Yeah, usually when our kids are, we can bring our kids together, or yep. when our kids are doing something else with other friends, mm-hmm. then we we call we it, get together. Yeah, we call it adult youth group. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because our kids are involved in a youth group, so we yeah. have our own. Yeah, so sometimes we have adult youth. We're group. still youths. Um, in our minds. Um, yeah. Yeah. In age, our minds. Age is a number. But those rituals, and sometimes, you know, it seems like, oh my gosh, I can't make that, I can't make that work, Mm. but you can make that work. Right. And if it's a 10 minute tea ritual or a coffee break, or if it's getting together with friends once a month. Right. I also have a uh, lunch group that I get together with once a month that I was invited into. Yes. And, um. So it was one that was I was invited into like sort of a Moai group yeah, in a way. And that right. was just a gift. So it's okay that you have different Moai circles. Right. You can have a, a really strong one or you can have a theater-based one mm-hmm. or you can have a book-based one or a lunch group-based mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I see a lot of, yeah, a lot uh, of community in those. I, I agree. I actually... I may or may not have told you this, but I call the theater group the circus family. (laughs) I think that describes us very well. Right. So there's the circus family. There can be many of them. And, you know, and also the other thing is that you have to practice these things. Right. So, you know, when you're, you, when you, when you get involved in a group that, that, 
you know, that will help you to create one, let's yes. say, or yeah. create a new one. But right. everything that you do well, you have to practice. Yes. And that includes rituals for yourself. Right. So, you know, it might be that one week you say to yourself, um, because you're not used to taking that time. Mm -hmm. One week you might say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to spend 15 minutes. Right. And it could be a beauty thing. You know, yeah, it could right. be, I'm going to put the mask right. on the face. Right. I'm going to take off the old nail polish. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit and I'm going to have a cup of tea with the mask on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. it could be forcing yourself to do something for that week. Right. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or it could be forcing yourself to write out a grocery list. Mm -hmm. Or it could be instead of just kind of winging it. Yeah. Or it could be saying, you know what, I'm going to go to a recipe site. And yes. I'm going to say, you know what? I really want to try something that has, do we right. need to go back to cabbage? But, right. Cabbage you know, or kale. Cabbage or kale. <laughs> you know, or you're like, I'm afraid to try mm -hmm. this ingredient. Everyone mm -hmm. says, oh, this is so good for you. Right. Or beans, because right. we were talking about beans. Yeah. But I don't know how to cook them. Yeah. You know, what What the heck do you do with a bean? Right. Well, take 10 minutes and you Google it. We, mm -hmm. we couldn't do that years ago. No, we couldn't. <laughs> we started our families without Google. <laughs> what? How did it's we amazing. know? What? <laughs> so you could just, you know, you, you, you could take that time to, mm -hmm. you know, introduce something into your weekly routine. Mm -hmm. And, but then you have to force yourself to do it. Right. You know, and you make it a tradition, make yeah. it a tradition. Or but you'll all, eventually you'll, you'll feel and you'll under, you'll understand mm -hmm. how it has enhanced your life. And I right. think that's, yeah. And, and, and again, you, 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 Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Because some people will say, that's that's actually a big philosophy of mine. Right. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes <laughs> it's natural. And uh -huh. sometimes it's not. You have to fake it and then it, it Fake it till natural. you make it. You'll yeah. say, that's not me. That's not me. I'm not the kind of person that right. sits down and has a cup of tea. Why not? Right. If, if it appeals to you just even a little bit. Try it. Try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try it every day for a week yeah. and see what happens. Or take a walk. Yeah. Or, you know, take a 20-minute walk. Or a try that walk. group fitness class. <gasps> oh, you mean like mine <laughs> at the Butler YMCA? On Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10? Uh, yeah, that one? <laughs> yeah. That's for you locals. Sounds really intimidating. It's, yeah, Boot Camp Max, uh, 10 to 11 Tuesdays. It really does week. sound intimidating. I and I tell my friends, look, <laughs> she is such a great instructor that you can be exercising for the first time in 10 years, and she'll... She will make you feel welcome, hmm. and even if it's too hard for you, she'll show you ways that you can gradually work up to it, and that's what I love about it. Well, it's also a really inexpensive way Absolutely. to get a personal trainer, yeah. basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you know, if you decide that you want to go mm -hmm. and try to get fit, signing mm -hmm. up for a class is pretty much is one of the best. Yeah. yeah, YMCA, I would say, is you know, um, the first order of business. Right. You know, because. You can go and look at a class that appeals to you. Right. It's and a community based organization. Exactly. So yeah. they're going to help the yeah. community. And you can put it in your calendar and yeah. say, I want to try that on Tuesday at 10 or right. whatever the case may be. Good stuff. Yep. So yeah. try a ritual, um, you know, to support what your value is, yeah. is kind right. of the way I'd like to put it. Right. You know, if you value being healthy, mm -hmm. set up a health ritual. Right. If you value connecting, yeah. Um, I think everybody right. should value right. connecting because with other humans. Can I? Oh Especially. God! Big, 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 big. Before we, before we go, <laughs> big, big, big. And we'll get into this later. But I, I recently read about this um, very long term. I think it's one of the longest term studies of 
um, health and happiness mm. in the country. It was a mm -hmm. Harvard study that was started in 1947. And um, we can get into it later, but yeah. I, if you don't mind. No, okay. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and this kind of, I think, ties everything in, everything that we were talking mm -hmm. about. Um, but the short of diet, short of everything else that we talked about, yeah. the cozy corner and the rituals and everything else, but yeah. tying everything in. The number one predictor of happiness is social connection. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. To our families. Right. And to our friends, like-minded friends. Yes, Mo yes. Moai, yeah. if you will. Right. So that is why when I, I cannot have a conversation about health, happiness, and well-being without talking about human connection. Yes, definitely. And that is such a great segue into our next conversation yeah. that you guys have to wait for another week <laughs> to listen to, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. Thanks, Heidi. Liz, this thank you for having me. I had a ball. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right.